The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Mighty Gems, spotlighting everyday jewels with your host, Dee Lee. It is common for all of us to take things for granted, the familiar in our daily lives. For example, our home, our job, our health, our relationships with family and friends and pets. By paying attention and polishing your own life gems, you can add your light to life. And that creates a mighty gem. On today's program, you will learn how paying attention to the small things can make your life mighty. So polish the facets of the extraordinary jewels around you by joining your host, Dee Lee. Learn how being mighty is possible when you polish the extraordinary jewels in your life. Now, here is your host, Dee Lee. Welcome to our show, Mighty Gems, Spotlighting Everyday Jewels. My name is Dee Lee, and today I'm here with my guest host, Lynn Sherell. With our focus um, on being empowered, most of us are a bit more awake than we used to be and are starting to really look around and within our and outside of ourselves. In our Mighty Gems series, we have been taking a close look at ourselves within and also now outside of ourselves from a higher perspective, looking for a balanced reflective. Today, we are discussing the sparkling nugget of presence. Most humans today are presently, um, hopefully, normal <laughs> in their life existence, but a lot of times being in a sense of overwhelm. And there's so many distractions and bright, shiny objects that it can be hard to actually see what's in front of us. As a result, it's easy to operate with blinders in place and be numb about your life. Sometimes we even become asleep or immune to the potentials within and the realities around us. You know, we can really have a lot more living, um, free living and uh freedom-filled joy, a joyful living by being in the now, the moment now. An antidote to simply start paying attention is one way to actually change our mindset. And we can um, then become more in our existence, being um, with ourselves and, and with others and with our outside presentations. The Dalai Lama um, said there are only two days in the year that nothing can be done. One is called yesterday, and the other is called tomorrow. So today is the right day to love and mostly live. And another, um, you know, kind of a, I think this was an anonymous, but it was pretty insightful. In today's complex and fast-moving world, what we need even more than foresight or like tomorrow, or hindsight, like yesterday, is insight. And I was thinking, wow, that's pretty profound. Very. From an anonymous type person. (laughs) 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 And, you know, it's something where uh, we know that we can, um, you know, I mean, 
basically with some of that wordplay, um, I've been playing with the words a lot, but um, did you know that now is one? W-O-N. And it's spelled backwards. So isn't that a powerful way to celebrate being in the now? You can win or one, be having one <laughs> each minute that you stay. It's a huge gift for yourself. Mm-hmm. So it's a it's a mind twist. Absolutely. So mm. the um, process that we're using, um, you know, I mean, it's essentially a lot of people are very stressed, and uh, that's pretty obvious when you look at people in the in the various sundry areas and there there's this constant you know kind of frown on their face um essentially the stress you know the detrimental effects of prolonged stress on our health has been well documented but um essentially it's it's a mind body connection and then we keep um being told to get connected but also not just connected but learning how to relax as we go and so there's a lot of different discussions that have been um, studied about different things like yoga and meditation. And um, there are ways of taking time to spend um, slowing down and becoming more present. And um, this week, as we've been preparing for this um, presence, um, I've been noticing myself being a lot more present. <laughs> <laughs> kind of painful sometimes, isn't it? <laughs> it is. I mean, it's very uh, much. If you're really present, you're you're going to feel a lot of the the vibrational effect of things, whether you want them or not. And um, one of the ways that um, we can remind ourselves, because that's I think one of the challenges, is really. Um, getting time or, or taking the awareness and keeping it forefront, and so I was I was thinking, okay, what around me can I really utilize? Because again, it stresses people to try to find out a reminder to remind themselves <laughs> to do the uh, de-stressors or to take up new tasks. A lot of people look at some of these projects for themselves as more tasks on their to-do and it becomes like oh i can't take one more mm-hmm. so it's it's, a, like it's another def- to-do item right it's another to-do item mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. whether it's even if it's a to-be item and um <laughs> so i was thinking you know one thing that's a reminder is is something really simple when you look around um, children, you know, they're just so bubbly usually. Um, there are different situations, obviously, but, or pets, you know, the pets are just now. They're here, um, they're present, and they're, uh, they're very um, expanded. You know, they, they want to expand with their, that, their affection, given that someone, you know, notices them. And so it's very interesting if you look for something that is around your situation so that you make it common, then it becomes easier to actually be present with it and with yourself in a, in a, like a relaxed framework. 
So we talk well, about, I think, you know, kids and pets, they don't have regret. They've, they haven't learned it yet. You know, they haven't learned how to have regret or, um, you know, guilt or shame. You know, those things just don't exist. They're just, and, and they don't have a yesterday, really. And they don't know that, you know, tomorrow could be the Easter Bunny or, you know, Christmas or another school day and it's all great. <laughs> Sure. They just I mean, don't they judge it. From, they just live it. <laughs> they they live the moment by moment, and mm-hmm. um, and that's the part that I think we get um, lost sometimes from an, an adult perspective. And so um, we we hear a lot of these different uh, suggestions, and maybe not take a look at them as the to do list, but more from a a discussion point, it's it's really a mindset and an acceptance saying I am I am <laughs> um here and I want to be doing or being this um rather than this. So some of it's it's really acknowledgement, like count your blessings. Um counting can be stressful if you don't feel like you have any blessings. And there's always something in your life that you should feel thankful for, I would think, um, given that, you know, we are coming up to November also is kind of a thankful month um, with Thanksgiving. But it's also just opportunity to um, take that opportunity to be um, with the mindset to uh, look around yourself and be appreciative of the little things. I mean, there's a lot of little things that, you know, like, um, are just normal everyday things. You know, your breath. You know, that's another one of um, the, it could be like an obvious, If it's like if you think about your breath. But again, it's another one of these where some people breathe very shallowly. And so they might not even think of their system having a breath. Because it's not an obvious uh, focus, and so uh, depends upon the rhythm of the breathing. But um, if if it becomes more of a situation where you're relaxed and you're you're aware, um, the, and try to take deeper breaths, that will help with re- relaxing your entire system. Well, it just brings you here because you're bringing mm-hmm. that spirit into you and grounding yourself to the ground. <laughs> like it, it keeps you here. It was really interesting. I just watched. Do you ever have you? You probably don't even watch this. There's a show called Naked and Afraid. Have you seen that or heard about it? Uh huh. It's an, a very interesting show. What they do is they take one man and one woman who do not know each other to remote locations, you know, Namibia or Colombia or the Honduras or whatever, and um, they drop them there for 21 days with no clothes, no food, no water, nothing. They show up, they get a little bag, and each of them can bring one item. Usually one brings a fire starter and then one brings a knife or, you know, one brings a pot and one brings a fire starter, you know, whatever it's, they get one item and then they have a map and they have to survive for 21 days. And so naked and afraid. So, you know, large animals, you know, whatever, spiders, they get bites, all kinds of crazy stuff. And the last show that I just watched was a little petite uh, former policewoman who said, you know what? She goes, I'm here. I'm in the middle of the, you know, the Amazonian rainforest or whatever, Zambia or I don't know, whatever. And, and she said, you know what? I have nothing. And she said, but uh, on the other hand, I have everything and I can be grateful for that. I'm still breathing. I'm walking around. I've got a great partner for the challenge. We have a shelter made out of leaves, you know? 
So it's like, it's what you said. There's a choice there. You have a choice to be grateful. And when you're in gratitude, it's the highest vibration that will attract everything else in. It will actually allow you to change your life. Because if you are grateful for what you already have, it empowers you to go out and create more of what you want. And also be aware of what you don't want. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. and some of this um, is being in the presence is really um, like you know, being looking around, having sight. It's amazing when you wake up, or at least I'm, I'm walking around going, hmm, how long has that been there? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, that would be good to change something there. <laughs> and so it, it's very, um, you know, it, it's very interesting when you start really tuning into these different uh, ideas because, um, and it may be just a flutter as you focus on it for a, a bit. And then, um, but it was, it was fun playing with the word now and using the word to see if I could come up with a way to remind myself. And Let's be here now. <laughs> Pardon? To be here now. Be here now, but also I just won. How exciting is that? Mm-hmm. Because when when you're winning something, your your adrenaline starts getting going. Mm-hmm. Typically. And so if you think um each moment you're winning, you know, that's exciting. I mean, yeah, your there's system, incentive there. What's that? <laughs> there's incentive. <laughs> there's incentive. You know, you're going to have that sense of um, really finding the excitement somewhere. And in that excitement, then um, you're going to be looking for more excitement mm-hmm. because it feels good. And um, so the, it's finding a cue, C-U-E, that um, essentially you relate to. And it's different for everybody um, if it's a word or whatever. But it's very interesting how... Uh, within different studies, you know, this has been proven over and over again that um, when you really foc- have people focal, have a focal point for getting um, them into the moment and feeling uh, the essence of what is it like to live in the moment, you know, it's, it's, it's very much, um, these are questions, you know, what is living in the moment? <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like not just existing it's being proactive and um, being awake uh, because it really helps to motivate you to uh, be able to actively touch and feel and smell and um, breathe you know at least I'm finding that it's one way to keep it in my forefront um, because if I forget to breathe you know I'm in a shallow breath you know you can sort of harm yourself in different ways without really knowing it. And um, so it's fun to play with the whole journey process that we've been discussing too, because um, I know as a kid, we were on different journeys. We were, are we there yet? (laughs) And so you can say, are you here now yet? Mm -hmm. Um, Is there a way to keep in in a, in a in a now without getting lost and so um there are ways that you can actually be a, in the now with using all of your senses so that you can know that if if you become 
um, distracted or off to some other uh, sense that you're not really focused, um, you can pull yourself back. So I think that's part of the, the presence. And sometimes it's difficult to know why do you want to be in the present. You know, it's um, mm-hmm. it's really uh, the obvious. Sometimes is to really be enjoying what you're doing, not just doing something. Well, if and, you're not here, what's the point? Yeah, right. Life is about being here, and so you can, you know, when I've worked with um, different energy healers, they'll say, "Oh, look around the room. What are you seeing right now? What are the colors? What are the shapes? How does it feel? You know, what's your skin doing? You know, how do your shoes feel on your feet? They'll, you know, wiggle your toes, things like that. Wiggle your hands. You know, they wiggle your fingers. They want you to just have those sensations of what it is right here, right now, to bring you back to the immediate present, so that you can actually ground yourself and you're open to receiving what." you need to receive in that moment to take your turn next level so it you know if you're not here what's the point (laughs) (laughs) you're on autopilot (laughs) yeah yeah well that's what you talked about at the beginning that's where you're numb and you're kind of asleep and you're not really here it's you know you have blinders on you know you're you know we're human so we filter out the familiar so if you're not here now you're filtering out all this like rich amazing stuff that's happening in the world because you're just not part of it you're just not here so well and some of that also gets mucky because then you get in a situation where you don't feel very good and you're not really sure why so some of it's hard to unravel as well and it's it's one of those where how do you where do you start and Mm -hmm. um the breathing is one area that um is a it's every everybody's breathing (laughs) (laughs) ideally (laughs) so ideally at some level and so when you start really becoming in a in a sense awake to the fact of how simple it can be um you know the and asking yourself questions are you breathing deeply or are you stressed are you anxious you know how do you um relax yourself and if, if you take a sample of three breaths, how do you feel after having three clear breaths and um, feeling more calm? So that's one of those areas that um, is experimental. I mean, it's, it's different for everybody. And well, they say that just three breaths can actually reset your whole parasympathetic um, symptom system. So your whole body is changed when you can take three deep, unadulterated breaths. You can mm-hmm. reset everything biologically. Isn't that amazing? It is amazing, and it clears your mind. I mean, it will it will allow you to, if you allow it, <laughs> it's up to you, mm-hmm. um, to calm down, and it will help clear your mind so that you'll be able to really focus in on something um, that you're working with or trying to do and or thinking about. So it's, it's part of the paying attention focus of, um, a, of a single laser thought process. Um, part of the, the way to do some of this prep work and practice is with meditation. And really, meditation is nothing more than focusing on the present moment. So breathing is part of you know, the, the way to get more relaxed. And so um, by being aware of your breath, 
Um, so I think there's an overuse or a sense of the trending, trendy overuse of mindfulness and meditation, and people um, seem to not want to hear mostly um, because it's been overused in a lot of different ways. But it has the basis point of providing an opportunity for you to really get a whole sense within yourself of being able to um, slow down and have your mind, uh, have yourself in control of your mind. And I think on that note, we're going to take a break. Here we go. Be right back. Have you ever met a muse? Or considered the possibility that you are a muse and didn't know it? A muse inspires creativity, happiness, and imagination. And that's something we need every day to feel fulfilled in life. The challenge is that most media focuses on negativity. But now there is a place for you and other musers to connect with positive energy, new possibilities, and personal growth. Join www.themightymuser.com to discover curated content designed to bring you to your best self. Becoming a muser will have a direct effect on how you feel. And as you feel good, your life is good. Join themightymuser.com. It's the choice that can change everything. Are you interested in actualizing your potential to be, do, and have more? If yes, then consider this your invitation. Intellike dates back to Aristotle, who used the word to describe the potential of a thing becoming itself. For example, a kitten has the intellike to become a cat. So what is human intellike? It's about discovering your destiny to live your freedom. Discover who you really are through one of the programs at www.humanintellike.com. Be who you are here to be. And remember, your life is a powerful expression of potential. Whether you activate that for its highest good or not is your choice. www.humanintellike.com. That's human, E-N-T-E-L-E-C-H-Y.com. are listening to Mighty Gems, Spotlighting Everyday Jewels with Dee Lee. To reach the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send us an email to jewels at mightygems.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back to Mighty Gems. Uh, we're taking a look at the sparkling nugget of presence. And this is presence, not presence. <laughs> it, it is a gift. It's taking a look at how can we be mindful with um, being in the now moment, which is, is really, um, sometimes it's difficult. You know, there's, um, we're looking at how to become more aware of our surroundings and within ourselves and outside of ourselves, And so um, one of the areas that um, I was noticing too when I was uh, practicing this week um, is once you really become more in the, the opportunity of keeping yourself in a, in a focal point um, is to really take a, a visual uh, 
you know, like almost an inventory around yourself, your environment, your walls, your desk, your um, your immediate area, because it's amazing. Um, it's it's constantly amazing how many things tend to sort of disappear into the background because they're just there. It's a little bit like having things on auto disappearance <laughs> because <laughs> it, you, you almost have to pull things off the wall and then start from something. But um, there is a reference point called minimalization. <laughs> what do you need to actually exist? And um, by taking a look at um, things in a more uh, question perspective and say do I need this you know is this essential Um, you can actually get rid of the different types of things around you know the physical clutter can actually turn into mind clutter and you can feel pretty bogged down so when when you really stand aside from that um, you can increase your tranquility in your space as well as your mind and I think that is um, kind of an awesome uh, test for yourself too, because the um, the idea is really to you know have a more free flowing situation. And, um, one thing that I have been trying more recently too is to uh, have uh, more fresh you know vegetables and uh, having um, food that's you know this tasting better. Because it, it also is one of those where if you tend to go and pile up at the grocery store, just kind of on autopilot, buying the same things like, like you normally do, and don't try new fresh things, then it becomes uh, it can become overwhelming. And so <clears throat> my husband and I have been actually going to the grocery store three or four times a week now and buying smaller things. And it has been very interesting. We've been finding it that we're not wasting as much food. It's not getting tossed out. It's uh, more palatable, and uh, it's just rather exciting. It's like trying a whole different um, process. You know, are we at home? (laughs) Are we (laughs) visiting somewhere else? (laughs) You know, it's it's uh, kind of a different attitude. So that was just something that um, that I've been working on this week. Well, it's the same thing like when going to a hotel. Like a lot of times people go to hotels and go, gosh, this is so relaxing. And it's really, it's just like a clean kind of minimalist environment. It's what you said. It's a way to kind of go, wow, when you get home, it's like, wow, do I really need all that stuff? You know, it's the same thing. Well, and most of it um, you probably had at some point and it was the forefront of the the focus or the desire. And then the next nugget came along. Right, distraction came along that was the biggest thing, (laughs) and and then the other one got pushed into the background. So um, Mm -hmm. you have to look at things in a you know wake up and really polish um, your visual so -hmm. that you can ask yourself questions because it's better if you ask rather than have to um, have a whole declutter bounce. We you know we've seen people that. or heard about people that are hoarders and -hmm. it becomes hard when you can't really even get around your own space area. There is no space. And Mm -hmm. uh, so there is rather a a challenge sometimes when you have all the different things around you that 
you may not need anymore, and they would be great recycled items that someone else could possibly, you know, look as a gift. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, it's a different viewpoint. But, you know, one mm-hmm. of the, the cues that you might want to think about, too, is um, just the simple smile. And if you think about how often you relate to people during the day, and possibly it's more that if you're in an internal um, office, just certain people, but um, a smile is just so simple, and yet it has such a a profound effect. And so if you can remind yourself some way, um, you could uh, think of colors or or when you – have something happen or, or have some other uh, reminder system that works for you um, that actually reminds you to do something and you react with it in a habit, um, you'll notice that you're, you're going to feel better even if it's just a quick smile um, or you're more focused in a lighter mode. Because I think that's some of the part of uh, we get stuck in a focus in a a period of time and the time just goes so we don't really have an opportunity to take a break and a smile is one way to acknowledge that um you know here we are we are happy we are smiling and you know you're upbeat and interestingly when you're upbeat um, and happy you're going to have a different mindset and others will actually relate to you differently than if you're in a down mood and, and moping around. So you can actually appreci- feel appreciated because they're noticing that light. And so it's, mm-hmm. um, it, you can try it out. It's, it's pretty, pretty powerful. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, the idea of presence, you know, people hear that and go, well, that's a present. You know, that's a gift. But really, what you're doing is you're giving yourself time, and you're you're setting up the parameters with how do you want to have that um, something that you relate to as you go and and you have your light feeling and your freedom and your more sense of vibration shift. Uh, you're happier. You're in a different framework uh, when you're noticing it yourself. And so it's, it becomes a shared experience when you're in that um, way to be able to focus. Um, sometimes it's turning off the distractions. It's getting out of the room. It's making an active um, effort to get out from the computer. Um, oh, I don't know. That, I haven't done that in a while. That might hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's 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 an obvious one <laughs> that we're all yes, fighting. Yes, it is. <laughs> you know, because we carry our little uh, handhelds around, and they become part of our extension of ourself. So if we don't have them with us, you know, we can actually feel like, well, where did it go? What happened to it? Um, so it could cause more stress not having it than it is to have it. It's more the control of how you mind, you're mindful about using things like that. And mm-hmm. um, well, it, even it, with that, you can do smiley faces, right? You can send smiley faces and emails and texts to go oh, back sure. to your earlier point. That just makes people feel good. Sure. So it's taking moments and 
you know, people say, well, stop and smell the roses. Sometimes there aren't any roses, but you can imagine. You can look at things in a different way. And, um, you know, Eleanor Roosevelt said, yesterday is history, tomorrow is a mystery, today is a gift. That's why we call it the present. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. Mm -hmm. Get a good focus. Mm Mm-hmm. And then another, yeah, well, you know, for us, I mean, I think we're so into that just, you know, reminds me like multitasking. We think that's such a valuable skill and really it's not. It's well, not, right? it's, it's also one where if you try, if you test it, I mean, some people go, oh my gosh, you know, what is one thing? I feel like I'm <laughs> in a lack mode um, mm-hmm. as opposed to multitasking, which they feel abundant and it's very interesting if you just try something where you're focused on one thing and my gosh, you could feel total abundance. You have abundant, if you take the, it's in your attitude. If you take it, it from the perspective, you know, it's a higher perspective that you have all the time that you need and you're just going to slow down. And again, the word slow, I believe is a, it's a perception. Some people don't like the word. I'm not slow. And they're in that constant um, wanting to attune to a, a speeding, you know, like, you know, the, the fast lane and all of the things that come along with, with and at them all day. And uh, kind of an interesting um, way to slow down and, and do it with not feeling like is to really t- like take a minute and break time down into a small segment and try chewing on a raisin for a moment. If you really focus on it, you really uh, look at a raisin, you go, hmm, that's, that was a grape <laughs> at one point. <laughs> You know, you can notice all kinds of different things if you really take it, that opportunity and just limit it to a moment. You know, what does it look like? How does it, you know, how, how does it feel when you hold it? Um, when you uh, put it in your mouth, how does it, it, uh, t- how does it taste? Um, maybe somebody doesn't like raisins, but um, it's really just any type of, situation like that you know that you could you could experience it in a lot of different use with your senses um you know chew chew slowly and really acknowledge what does it taste like you know what is the texture and as you go through this you're going to focus on what each of these situations brings up because you'll be able to experience being able to answer the questions based upon how you've tuned into it with your different senses. I think it's a very interesting experiment. Oh, yeah, for sure. I've heard it with uh, a lemon, but never with a raisin. (laughs) So, yeah, it's kind of interesting. And, you know, and they do that, too, for visualization. You know, it's like, imagine, you know, taking a bite of a lemon and everybody goes, ew, you know, it's like you could just feel your mouth pucker up, you know, and that's what they're trying to, like, describe. But, yeah, I've never heard it with a raisin. But that's- Well, and try it with a raisin and a grape. I mean, they're <laughs> diff- different yeah. parts. I mean, they're different um, formulation or the imagery of the same basic thing. Mm-hmm. And right. 
Um, so I'll go for the wine. <laughs> well, that's the other extension. Yeah. <laughs> that's a free flow. Yes, yes. That's the one I want to test. <laughs> <laughs> that's flowing. Uh-huh. <laughs> Somehow we also feel... Um, if we're not, if we're not accomplishing a lot of things during a certain time frame, that is rather a negative. And if you can reverse that in your mindset and say, okay, well, um, is there a way to uh, have it so that I can slow down now uh, with with whatever I am doing? Um, and use the words that feel better. I mean, it's more like gift yourself the, uh, some extra time. Because when you actually give yourself, re- rather than pushing yourself, um, you give yourself extra time and, and have it so that whatever you're doing, you might feel a higher quality and quantity than you do if you're in that uh, put-your-head-down mode of really trying to attain something. So having that the moment and also being aware that that moment could be extended, it depends upon what you're doing, obviously, but um, have it from a, a different level of perception. And so um, it's, it's really asking yourself, what, what are you, what is, what is your feeling about what, what you're doing? You're making yourself um, do something so that you're testing, you know, what makes you happy. Um, do you like eating ice cream or blowing bubbles or listening to music? How does it feel? And these different kinds of ideas can solicit different emotions within yourself, and each it will affect different people differently. So it's um, it's an also another focal point here is. To think in terms of abundance of time so that, you know, people look at scrunching all of their tasks into a certain time frame and then they're exhausted and frazzled at the end of the 12-hour day because they've squished everything together and they have no contingency room. How many times have you needed contingency when you're in traffic or uh, having to go and do a, a task, say at the post office, you're not sure, you're, you're hopefully being there at a time when you don't think anyone else is going to be there. And I actually <laughs> had that philosophy. So I showed up um, at 7.30 in the morning, which is, they open at 7. And I thought, well, you know, I'll show up at 7.30 and it should be fine. Well, interestingly, that was the timing was okay but there was only one person there <laughs> because that was early and other people had the same philosophy so we had multiple people showing up thinking that was early time and no one would be around but there's also on the flip side there was only one service person <laughs> so it became interesting when people were getting irritated because you know they didn't want to have to stand in line and yet that yeah, you know, that was one of these uh, situations. It, and try try them out. I mean, it's it's like if you take a look at the timing and how people relate to things like standing in line or waiting in line when they're in their car. Um, 
you know, around our area, we've had a lot of construction going on. And so there's been ample opportunity to be able to feel abundant abundance in time by waiting. <laughs> <laughs> or the opportunity to express road rage, you know, whichever. <laughs> whichever you choose, you know, what makes you feel happy. Yeah, right? It's your choice. You can spend that time. You're going to be there. So why resist what is? Just be exactly. where you are. <laughs> it's all a perception. You could take that opportunity mm-hmm. to have more, you know, time to have your mindset uh, calm mm-hmm. and then go from there, you know, so that when you do start up and you end where you're trying to go, you're not like, oh, my gosh, I'm just, um, <laughs> you know, I'm here. <laughs> I'm present. I'm present. And we're going to be on a break here shortly and then we'll be right back. Have you ever met a muse or considered the possibility that you are a muse and didn't know it? A muse inspires creativity, happiness, and imagination. And that's something we need every day to feel fulfilled in life. The challenge is that most media focuses on negativity. But now there is a place for you and other musers to connect with positive energy, new possibilities, and personal growth. Join www.themightymuser.com to discover curated content designed to bring you to your best self. Becoming a muser will have a direct effect on how you feel. And as you feel good, your life is good. Join themightymuser.com. It's the choice that can change everything. Are you interested in actualizing your potential to be, do, and have more? If yes, then consider this your invitation. Intellikey dates back to Aristotle, who used the word to describe the potential of a thing becoming itself. For example, a kitten has the intellikey to become a cat. So what is human intellikey? It's about discovering your destiny to live your freedom. Discover who you really are through one of the programs at www.humanintellikey.com. Be who you are here to be. And remember, your life is a powerful expression of potential. Whether you activate that for its highest good or not is your choice. www.humanintellikey.com. That's human, E-N-T-E-L-E-C-H-Y.com. You are listening to Mighty Gems, spotlighting everyday jewels with D. Lee. To reach the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send us an email to jewels at mightygems.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back to Mighty Gems. We're taking a close, minute look at minutes and having some fun with how do you stuff minutes in between minutes? You know, it's a <laughs> mindset. Um, or if you're having to wait in line and you're not, you weren't planning on that time, what could you actually think about and or put in your own toolbox that would you could benefit from that? You know, it becomes a way to kind of turn something around to make it positive. And so those are some interesting um, ideas. Uh, part of the challenge here, I think, is a lot of times we're not, uh, we don't have all of our senses about us. And so we um, sometimes forget that they're part of our tools. 
and we can really wake up a bit and be more present in our moments um, by utilizing our uh, basic tools, you know, like close your eyes and focus on your sense of scent, sense of scent. <laughs> and really, sentience? Sentience, yeah. <laughs> the essence of the scent, you know, so that if you were to really contemplate, it's like the, the discussion we had about, you know, what does a raisin really look like? I mean, I don't know if you really want to investigate, but it's taking opportunity to, um, if you're stuck somewhere and instead of feeling the negative side, go internally to yourself and say, okay, well, how can I experience this moment or moments? And so um, they might be just, there, there are things that maybe you don't have a choice for. And so, it's easier to say yes to the present moment. Eckhart Tolle said, always say yes to the present moment. What could be more futile, more insane than to create inner resistance to what already is? What could be more insane than to oppose life itself, which is now and always now? Surrender to what it is. Say yes to life and see how life suddenly starts working for you rather than against you. So I thought that was rather fun because that's a perception. Because if you're stuck somewhere, and um, I mean, that's life. It's happening Mm -hmm. in there and around you. And so when you take that moment and say, okay, well, rather than looking at it as a a, process, you can actually not judge it, but you can move yourself into a framework. So you could experience something that you may never have experienced or possibly never will experience that you can learn from. You know, you, you could um, close your eyes and, you know, see what kind of smells are around wherever you are. Um, what pavement, how does that work? You know, um, all kinds of different sounds that you have that um, a lot of times when you're in your car, you aren't aware of the different things that, you know, go on um, when you're in your own environment. What is around you that makes different sounds? Um, and when you're looking around in your sight, that's one that um, sometimes there's a lot of clutter in your environment that could make you feel differently. And so you could focus on something a little different, maybe a picture that makes you feel good. Um, when you walk into a room and you have uh, someone making fresh cookies, what does that feel and smell like? Delicious. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Depends on the type of cookie, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> but it's it's one of those, you know, it's going to trigger something within yourself from your, your toolbox of sense. Well, and, you, know, you also, you, you raised another really good point. I don't know, you kind of like slid right over it real quick, but you said something about when you're thinking about what could happen, and I think a lot of people do that. They think about the what-ifs and the future and, you know, what could happen and what's happening at the end of the day and all that kind of stuff. And Eckhart Tolle also said, you can always cope with the now, but you can never cope with the future, nor do you have to. The answer, the strength, the right action, or the resource will be the there when you need it, not before and not after. It's yep, being here now. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so it's 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 a whole it's a mindset. And yep. so as you get in there, um, 
you know, do something nice. Uh, you can you can help someone's day become different than they planned. Um, smile and acknowledge people by name. I mean, my gosh, I've been um, around people that remembered names. For myself, I get you know, it takes a while, but um, if someone can catch a name and keep repeating it, people stand up and they'll they'll. It's it's like wow, somebody noticed me. Um, when you say thank you to somebody, that's not a normal response either in this world. And so it becomes, that's really fun to watch other people lighten up, you know, when you take the moment. Because um, a lot of times we're, it's the image of the Santa Claus with all the baggage <laughs> mm-hmm. from past, hauling that around from day to day. And, and we all have different habits and choices of you know why we carry all of this around but because we are awakening and becoming more enlightened um, or looking at it from an empowerment perspective um, we want to master some of these little habits because they really have a huge effect upon us in the long run and uh, bring them up to the point where they become more of a something that you do all the time it it really makes a difference you know it makes a huge difference. I just actually am thinking back now. I had a conversation on this just a couple nights ago with a friend of mine who, I get it, she's busy, I'm busy, we're all busy. But when I'm talking with her, I stop. Like when I get on the phone or I don't, maybe it's because I'm on the phone so much with you know my work that I like to listen and I actually like to be present with someone. But she is always at the grocery store. She's running around. She's driving. She's going to a dance lesson, to Pilates. She's going to meet someone for dinner. Like never do we talk without a break in you know she's talking to the cashier or the grocery person or you know it's amazing she is living her whole life with this conversation running on the side in her ear which is distracting for me because I'm hearing her order at the drive-up window and you know paying for groceries and sometimes the signal kind of goes out and we've had it where the signal's gone out like seven or eight times during one conversation because she's doing so many things you know Uh it's very interesting it's that's good it's confusing to me. I don't know. I just, I can't take all that in and process all that. So, well, but I've should. also learned I have to do it if I'm going to talk to her. So well, you can, maybe you can on the side say, I'll have one of those. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, well, sometimes she'll give me the option. Do you want me to, you know, call you back? It's like, well, you're going to call me back in 60 seconds. What's the point? You know, it just, or no, oh. have her order something for you. Yeah. Right. If she were <laughs> like she five a- states away, it'd be great. <laughs> Have her order it and ship it to you. Right. <laughs> Maybe that would get the point across. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I think it comes down to love languages, right? There's five love languages. So um, everybody, even if you're both speaking English, there's still, if you're in a relationship with someone, there's still five different love languages. And I think they are time, gifts, actions, words, and touch. And mm-hmm. my love language is time. So Mm -hmm. where I spend my time is when I care for someone. So I'm spending my precious time unadulterated completely with her. And she's just out there running around. (laughs) Different perception. Mm -hmm. But, you know, for her, she's loving me because she's taking me with her in her life. You know, so it's a different perception. It's very interesting. Yeah. And it has a different effect on each person. So it does. it's like it does. when you take that moment to acknowledge that, maybe that's something you want to share with her. 
and that becomes also a process that some people are not prepared for because they will <laughs> take it in a a different way than what you're you're really wanting to share it and mm-hmm. how do you share more of what you you really like it's it's like and how you what makes you feel it's like random acts of kindness you know random associations um being spontaneous it's kind of being in the moment so that if you have a moment <laughs> it's a beginning and a middle and an end of a moment uh 60 seconds um each you know things can happen within there that you haven't planned and those are random so if you're in there and you're able to add extra time so you have contingency time within that moment you'll the effect would be interesting to really note um how better you feel about that time um is it something like um we've been we're up in Seattle area so you know, we go out walking whether it's raining or not, and I don't even own an umbrella. So it's one of those where we out, we're out walking, yet people look at us like, well, where's the umbrella? But yet, it's such a wonderful feeling walking in the rain. It's the experience, you know, what do you really get? Um, with that experience well it's it's i breathe deeper i really have a fresh air sense of coming through myself and grounding and so how do you how do you explain some of that to somebody if they aren't really related to that or haven't experienced that um it's difficult it is difficult there was a poet i don't remember who said it but you know the entire world is contained in a rose Mm-hmm. So, you know, when you can be really present and just appreciate all the nuances, it's right there. You don't have stress. You don't have anger. There's no regret. It's just what's right there. There are no problems. You're in that present moment. The present moment is really the only moment that any of us has because we can't control the future. We can't, con- you know, change the past. We can only be in this moment that's happening right now. Yeah. So, you know, if the circumstances are troubling, whatever that means, um, if you have ways you can solve an existing problem, in the moment is a way to focus on it. So if you have this person that's on speed dial walking around and you're on a dial mode, <laughs> where did you go? Hmm. Um, possibly uh, need to ask, you know, for them to speed up or slow down. <laughs> hmm so that you can get their attention. Um, you know, really all problems vanish when you're in the pre- present moment. You know, there's no stress, no anger, no regret. It's just happening. And especially if you let it flow in that happening attitude. So it's it's really an, an assumption that you start with saying, wow, um, I'm going to have this stress to try to find the moment. You know, how do I find the moment? Um, and put yourself under a lot of stress, but sit back, you know, and really look at this as an opportunity to let go of that stress and start with something that you do all the time, which is breathing and understand what is your, your style of breathing. And so you can ask yourself questions and work forward and backwards. And um, if you can let go of a lot of this different um you know, decision process in your mind of, you know, the moment being such a big now. And for me, the the 
excitement came when I thought, wow, I'm winning whether I'm, I'm winning in the now, now. So it <laughs> is what it is, and it makes me feel excited because the, the thought of winning something is an excitement. It brings up excitement. So it, it's, a, it's a mindset and a conditioning of fast forward and prior. <laughs> it's like the anonymous quote we had before. You know, it's insights. You know, each of these are insights. And different people have different insights that come forward. So it's really taking the time to think about what is good for yourself, what makes you feel good, and what really matters for you in this moment. Because your mind's going to be wandering around. It, it always wanders out of, in and out of a moment. It's like a big pattern weave. Um, we practice a lot, but... You know, don't let it control you. And um, as you take a look at this, you know, you're going to be feeling stressed possibly, but look at it as a, as a sparkling gem and focus on it as something of value because having a moment of now is a huge value for yourself. Buddha said, the trouble is you think you have time. I would suggest that you need to start the journey now. Because you have won. You have won the moments that you need to be able to do this. And, you know, Buddha also said in the sky, there is no distinction of east and west. People create distinctions in their own minds and then believe them to be true. So be careful what you believe. But give yourself the moments that you need. Join us next Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a fabulous now weekend. Thank you for joining Dee Lee for Mighty Gems, spotlighting everyday jewels. Be sure to come back for another great show next Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Enjoy your weekend, and we'll see you here next week.